Welcome to my podcast, Today's Dream, Tomorrow's Reality. My name is Vicki Poole. I'm a life coach, health coach, and hypnotherapist at The Enlightened Peach. And this podcast is all about embracing our mosaic life. And some of you may ask, what is a mosaic life? Well, it is recognizing that all the pieces of our life, the good, the bad, the indifferent, have all come together to make us who we are. Change any one thing and we are totally different. With that in mind, I invite you to embrace your perceived imperfections and celebrate who you are. This podcast is unedited and raw, just like life. And I will be your host and we'll have special guests from time to time. As a matter of fact, we have an amazing guest for you today. I can't wait to introduce her to you. And if you have any ahas or questions, please leave a comment or a voice message. So now let's get started. So let me get to my information here and I'm going to just read her bio because it is so impressive and so amazing. I know I won't remember all of this. So to start with, her name, name is Sherry Kaplan and she's known as the revitalizer. She's an experienced energy healer, intuitive, transformational coach, motivational speaker and author with 30 years of exper expertise in holistic wellness. She guides individual individuals on their healing journey, empowering them to create profound transformations in their lives. As a Tesla healer, Reiki master, sound healer, access conscious bars practitioner, and intuitive trauma informed holistic life coach, Sherry combines various modalities to provide a unique and transformative in-person experience. Through her virtual and in-person events since 2015, she has garnered five-star reviews as she creates immersive or immersive experiences for personal growth and connection. Sherry is the founder of Healers Network, a thriving community that supports holistic health and wellness professionals. Her speaking engagements inspire audiences worldwide and her book, Root to Riches, 17 Ways to Open the Root Chakra to Love, Abundance, and Security, shares her wisdom and expertise. With a compassionate, empowering approach, Sherry helps individuals find balance, tap into their inner power, and experience profound transformation in their lives. And um, we will be sharing a little bit about how to get in touch with Sherry later on, and I will have links in the comments for you as well. But, oh my gosh, that's a lot of stuff that you do. And I'm just, uh, one of the things that I wanted to ask you straight off, because when you see the the Tesla, you know, what is that, you know, um, is it energetics? What is that exactly? I can't hear you. You're on mute. Okay. So, Hi. You Thank you for having me. First of all, Vicki, appreciate it. Uh, people are always curious about Tesla healing. They don't know what it is. There's not yeah. many of us practitioners in the United States because it wasn't founded here. Uh, when I first Where was it founded? Uh, the woman who founded it was um, uh, Anya Petrova. She uh, lives in Australia, but she's originally from Serbia. Okay. That's where Tesla was from. And she had an, like a dream, like an awakening to bring in Tesla healing and she was in communication with the woman. Oh, no. Oh, no. The cat just jumped up. <laughs> oh, Lord. Here they want to say cat. hello. He's, he's got to make his mark. He's going to have to go down, on, down, down, down. Come on. All right. He ain't going to go nowhere for a while. Um, so when I went out, I went out to a holistic chamber of commerce right after I started my, uh, my business, when I stepped into my power and I was running around with my business card saying I was a Reiki practitioner and I was proud of myself finally after all these years and uh, I was owning it. And uh, the person said, Reiki Shmakey, you know, Tesla healing is where it's at. I'm like, what is Tesla healing? You know, I only heard of Tesla the car. Yeah. Goes, There's a woman who created this new modality healing. This is like bigger than ever. This harnesses in the free energy waves. We bring in the scalar energy, the alternative current, and you harness in the energy and you send it to the client. And I'm like, interesting. I'd love to know about it. However, I was already obligated um, that weekend that they're going to hold the class. The class uh, I was going to be um, I was going to be participating in canceled. So I was able to raise money. I literally had to raise money to attend the class. So I didn't mm -hmm. have money. And it was not cheap. And I took the cl first class and then they had two other levels. 
Um, so I had to raise money again and uh, be able to afford the next level. So I took two out of three levels in the course of uh, 10 days. Oh, and wow. really nobody's offering it here in South Florida. At the time when I um, got certified, there was only 27 in the United States. Mm -hmm. So when I harness in the energy, um, I become the, the rod, the conduit, and the energy comes from me to the client. Mm -hmm. um, we're using the scalar waves. The further away from, we are from the client, the stronger the energy gets. And so it's called more airborne rather than Reiki, where Reiki is more um, hands-on or direct. This is further away. And I was very precise. He had, to, in order to pass the class, he had to almost be like a doctor and be able to cut the body almost like, like a knife, um, mm -hmm. working with the axioms of the, of the chakras. And uh, even one woman failed the class. She cried her way out the door. She couldn't get it perfect. So, um, but I had some issues though, because once you get certified Tesla healing, she didn't want us to promote ourselves as any other healer. That Tesla healer is all that we are. Ah. So she didn't like it if I put the word Reiki, Reiki and Tesla in the same sentence. So she basically banned me. Um, oh. She took me off of her practitioner list. She wanted to sue me and tell me I cannot use the word Tesla in any of my healing. <laughs> Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah. So uh, is, yeah. is that something that you have to do in person or is that something that you can do um, via Zoom and all as well? I... Because I, I use it in everything that I do, it can be done long distance. Um, I, I really haven't practiced a lot doing long distance, but mm -hmm. something works if I do long distance. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't promote myself as a long distance healer. I, I'm a hands-on person. I like to feel the energy, to touch the heat, the connection, the pulsing, um, especially like when I'm working on the head, I can feel the vibration and the pulsing in my fingers with their brain when I'm working with the, with the access consciousness bars or when I'm touching their head doing Reiki, I can, my hands are just hot and I'm sweating. There's a connection. I like that in person. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Um, I'll be honest. I've had, I've had energy healing before in person and I've had Reiki many times, you know, via zoom and everything. And I was really surprised that you could even feel a lot of that stuff on zoom. So it's amazing. Um, if you can feel it via this electronic device, the amount of energy that comes personally when you're doing it, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, like I said, I haven't done Reiki so much in person, but I've done the energy healing. So I couldn't say whether she was doing more Reiki or what she was doing, but that was just so intense to feel how, when they would have their hands above your body and you could actually feel where they were all the time, even though you couldn't see where they were. So um, it's, it's amazing having you as the conduit and it's coming out of your hands. And I would imagine if you're feeling it in that ways, it's probably permeating all around you. Right. It's Would that be air. an accurate statement? I can feel, yeah, I, I, it's literally because it's airborne. When I first started and I had my very first sound healing event, there was 19 people in the room, me and two instruments and me doing Tesla healing over everybody. So I was like a freak because I was such a perfectionist. I did what the teacher taught me, but I did it over everybody. And people said when I came up to them, they could feel the energy coming into their energy field. So I was just like harnessing the energy and I was just doing what I needed to do. Um, but, you know, as we know, energy has no time and space, you know, mm -hmm. it is airborne, you know, you, you know, it's, it travels, you know, it's, it, it miraculously I've had people work on me and I can feel my heart pounding. I can feel energy moving through my body and I'm just laying on the bed. Yeah. yeah. Not even talking on the phone. She's sending me the energy and I'm just vibrating. So wow. something yeah. magical happens. Yeah. Cool. So, um, so how did you actually get into doing all these healing modalities? What brought you to this space to decide this is something I need to do? Great question. Well, we got a lot of time, right? I asked this one in the beginning, so we'd have plenty. Of time. <laughs> well, this is pretty much one of the biggest questions I always get is how do you get started? Um, yeah. Especially with my clients, um, if they are in the awakening stage and they're curious about their own healing abilities or they're ready to step into being a healer or they're questioning their career and they said, like, how did you do this? You know, I want to get started. What are the steps? I'm like, 
I, I'm the kind of person where I jump in. Um, I get to the point of frustration and I run before the, the, the cart is before the horse rather than the cart pulling the horse. Um, I've been told that I had the healing abilities my whole life and I just poo-pooed it. It was like, mm -hmm. how am I a healer? But it was in my hands. It was indications. There's lines. It's called medical stigmata right under your pinky finger. Um, if everyone could look under your pinky finger over here, there's lines going down. If you have four lines, that means you're a healer. Six lines, you can heal others. And, and nine lines, you can uh, heal the healers. So it kind of looks like an emery board. It's like a bunch of little lines going straight down underneath the pinky finger. Okay, yeah, I see. And I have nine, beyond nine on each finger. I have a lot of lines in there. I'm so looking at mine right now kind of bend your finger a little you need some good lighting people usually maybe sometimes use a camera but you can almost mine looks like an old lady hands there's a whole bunch of lines under there yeah mine has a good bit i just figured it was old lady hands <laughs> no it's not old lady hands um because <laughs> i can I, after i found this out from my palm reader when she i did a palm reading literally just about a month ago her okay. name is olga Baloba. she's really amazing she'd be a great speaker too um, but she, you know, I haven't seen her since I started my business and, and it's been like nine years since I saw her and she goes, do you remember what we talked about? I said, yeah, you told me that I'm a teacher, I'm a healer, I'm a shaman. And, and she goes, do you remember other things? And I'm like, well, and she goes, your hands do change, do change. And I'm like, really? So we, if our, if our hands change and our life changes. So, um, so she did my hand reading and she goes, you still are the natural born leader, healer and shaman. And if you are not being the shaman that you are, you might as well die. She goes, that's what you're here to do. You're here to heal others, especially the other healers. And I'm like, okay. And she says that I am like a powerful leader and I need to get monetarily remunerated. So I feel, you know, rewarded and she taught me a lot about myself, about, you know, what my school of life is, why I'm here, what my purpose is, what my demons are and what I have to overcome. But, you know, being the healer, she just kind of reassured me that I am on the path and astrologers said I'm on the path. Um, but I didn't understand how do you heal? You know, I've been the one trying to heal myself with my own autoimmune disease since I've been 28 years old and I'm now 58. So for 30 years, I've kept myself alive as healthy as possible, as natural as possible. And so I was always the one on the table trying to receive the healing. And mm -hmm. one day I heard Dr. John D. Martini speak and it was live in person. I was in a very close front row. And when he was talking, it was like, he was talking to me and it was just kind of awoken me. And it made me like, wake up. That it was like, almost like a Kundalini experience. That was like a moment where you said, yes, mm -hmm. when you say yes to yourself, it's like an awakening as permission. And he kind of talked to us, to us about our values. What's important to you? What do you talk about? You know, where do you spend your money? Where do you go on vacation? What do you surround yourself? What's your conversations like? You know, what do you buy? And to me, it was about healing, vacations, uh, retreats, spirituality, uh, learning, crystals, oils. You know, it was all about healing. He goes, well, you must do what you're doing or you're living in someone else's life. And I'm like, well, I'm not living in anyone else's life. This is what's truly important to me. So at that time, I said, well, my clients that I was working for were going to be going away for the summer. I was a private chef and a CNA, another hat that I wear, caregiver, chef, caterer. That's what I did before being a very big nurturer. And uh, they were going away on vacation and I had uh, Tuesday and Thursday off the, fo uh, the following you know, week. So when I got, when, when Dr. Martini kind of spoke to me, I said, okay, I have my Reiki one and my Reiki two master, uh, Reiki two sitting on the shelf just gathering dust, doing nothing, which most Reiki practitioners do. Honestly, mm -hmm. if you're listening to this, most Reiki practitioners will do it and they don't know what to do with it. Right. It just sits there. They practice a little bit on their friends, on their children, on their family, but they don't know how to get out there and charge. They don't know how to get, go out there and take the first step and to put themselves out there on the map. So when I posted on Facebook, I said, okay, back up. So when Dr. John D. Martini said, do it, basically, like I said, do it. I said, let me go get my Reiki master's. The following week, I got my master's. I said, well, if I get my master's level, I'll believe in myself. Then they'll believe in me and then they'll pay me. I don't know what I'm going to charge, but I'll believe in me. So I posted my Reiki master's on Facebook and I had 300 people said where, when, and how much. 
Oh, wow. How impressive is that? Just making that decision. And, and also the recognition and Mm -hmm. acknowledgement. And, you know, I had a big following. Um, and, and the first three people was my, one, my dad's good friend, one of my best friends and another friend. So it's okay to start off with your friends and relatives, you know, they're the ones that you trust and they trust you, right? You got to start. And, and I undercharged myself. I didn't know how to charge myself and I gave away too much of my time. Didn't get, um, a lot of money, but I put myself on the map. I had literally, I was working 12 hours a day. I was living off of energy. I was so high from the excitement of doing it finally and getting the feedback and people wanting and desiring my offerings that I was just not even eating. I was just working from 9 a.m. to 11 o'clock and the door was revolving and I got busier and busier and I said, I got to get out of here. And so it's kind of funny because it was this time in 2015. It was basically in June of 2015. And, um, I happened to have a massage table in my house because I had a boyfriend who, um, who left it to me. So I had his table and that's how I was able to do the sessions in my house. And then I said, I got to get out of here. Uh, my cat kept jumping on the table during the treatments. And I said, uh, <laughs> let me find a place. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I'm also looking for a place right now as we speak. Uh, and some environmental issues have happened in my location. I need to move on. So when I moved out of my house, I went to an acupuncture's office. I heard that he had some space. I asked if he had some space. He said, come see it. And we did a handshake agreement. And I was basically like officially in business, like out of my house, out in the public. Mm -hmm. And then there was no looking back. And it was always about me moving and moving and moving, sticking around, trying to find my right space where I fit in the best. So I went from a place uh, two miles from my house to a place 45 minutes away I've been out West 45 minutes away. I've been, you know, I build my practice and then I have to move and then build your practice. You have to move, you know, you stuff, you got stuff and more stuff and more stuff. Yeah. So. Well, let me ask you a quick question. You had said that you've been a healer all your life. So when is the first time you remember having that healing ability or did you even recognize it very much at that time? Well, I started a nonprofit organization when I was 29 years old mm-hmm. and it was a holistic healing center and I was a facilitator. I was the uh, executive director, program director, and I brought in other healers and the healers were helping my clients heal mm-hmm. and I needed the healing. That's why I brought them in. And during that time I got certified. That's when I got my Reiki one and two. And sometimes I would use it. I was kind of scared to use it on my clients because I didn't feel credible. Um, but there was some times where I had clients breaking down and they and I had to try to help them, heal them and soothe them. So I put them on the treatment tables and they told me how great I was. And I was just scared. I was scared to use my abilities and I kind of held on to them since, you know, since that time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, prior to 28, 29 years old, not being in the holistic field, uh, I wasn't really on the quest for healing. I, that wasn't my interest or anything. I was like in the food industry. I was doing what, you know, average 20 year olds do, mm-hmm. you know, you're not into the quest, you know, right now I get a lot of kids that are in their twenties and thirties coming to me for healing. And that's so beautiful that they're awakened and they're, um, they're trying to get them their clarity, their center, their answers, their knowing mm-hmm. they're so advanced to where we were at that age. Yeah. Well, The thing too is at this stage in the world, this stuff is so much more accessible than, I mean, when I was, you know, 29 years old, I'd never even heard of any of this stuff, nothing, you know? And, and so my mind is always just blown away when I, I find this book and I think, oh my God, this is amazing information. I wish this had been around when I was younger. And I look at when it was created and it was around I just was not privy to the information. It was Mm -hmm. not in my field. And so that's the thing that amazes me is that, you know, we can, we only see our world through our own filter. And so if nothing is showing up, it's because we're not either not available to it. It's, you know, it's, there's nothing in our past that's even an inkling that something like that can can happen. Um, so it's, it's, 
it's amazing to me that even today, there are a lot of people that probably are, might even hear this and sit back and think I've never heard of anything like this, you know? Um, so it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's true. I, I still get newbies coming in. I had a girl coming in. She goes, I've never done any of this before in my life. None of it. I gave her her first crystal. What wow. do I do with it? What do I do with it? I'm like, I love it. I love the fact that they take a risk and they're trusting and I blow them away. I have so much fun when I get newbies coming in, um, <laughs> you know, they're nervous and, uh, and I, I take them to a whole nother dimension. It's, it's so much fun. But, you know, however, you know, I was not oblivious or blind to it. My mother's very spiritual. My right. mother, my mother was my first teacher. She was into the whole woo woo stuff my whole Ooh, life. Nice. When I was 13 years old, we used to help her with the Ouija board. My <laughs> mom used to drag us to uh, healing circles, but we didn't know what they were doing. We were just playing with the kids while the parents did their healing. And she was into Joe back then. I don't know what that, that is. What it's is not that of? popular, but it's also a little bit like Reiki. You're harnessing okay. the energy and you're sending in the energy too. Okay. It's not that popular, but that's what she was into. And, um, and she wow, was, you were very lucky to be exposed to that at such a young age. Automatic writing. Um, mom would channel, she channeled mother Mary. She has boxes of her writings. Um, wow. She was into candles. It was always candles lit it was, you know, I, and when she passed and I collected a lot of her possessions, I'm the one who got all her instruments, all her candles, all the stuff that I didn't know my mom was so much into like me. And like, then I acquired all her goodies. And, and even at now, like when my mom passed, um, she channels and she comes through and she tells me how proud she is of me that she wishes she could have accomplished what I did. Oh, and she's wow. with me during my healing sessions. And people do tell me they see a blonde lady and she is blonde. So um, I think she's part of my healing team. Oh, that just gives me chills to think about. That's amazing. That's amazing. So once you became this type of healer, because I can't even, I don't even have the thing up now. There's a long list of all the different things that you do. So um, you're, you've got, you're like me, I assume. I'm always looking for one other thing to help me make a bigger difference. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, somebody will mention something. I'll think, oh my gosh, that sounds so amazing. And then I have to go check it out. And so I'm always taking different classes and learning different things because um, for one thing, it's amazing to keep your brain active and everything to be learning new things all the time. And um, so I'm sure that I would assume that um, that that's how you developed all these others is that one thing just led to another. So kind of kind of take us to a little bit of a journey of how this all came about. Well, I, I was I was um, attending sound healing baths. Um, it was kind of the, my first introduction to relaxation and meditation when I was, when I would no, stay over there, stay over there. <laughs> when I was working as a private chef for that couple, um, I, my escape was to go meditate after I was done my, my work and I would leave work and I drive as quick as I can to go relax. You know, <laughs> you know, it was kind of one of those, it's kind of, you know, like you drive in traffic, you get stressed out to go meditate and relax. It's kind of. <laughs> crazy but um if, if it was, works right it worked and it was my highlight and and there was this guy his name is jed schlackman he had a bunch of bowls and i was so fascinated by it the sounds that came out of it and how it made me feel and i didn't want to get up and i just floated away and it was so blissful i said i gotta learn this this is really amazing i said not not ever thinking i would ever be a healer that wasn't even in my 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 radar i just you know i just want to learn it and so i signed up for the first class and in order to take the class you had to buy instruments and i had to invest you needed to bring instruments with you so i had to buy my first bowls and i went and took my first class and it was the best weekend ever and um it just kind of took me to another level again not ever thinking i'd be doing anything with this um I think I took my first sound healing course in February and it wasn't until May until I was awakened. Um, however, I was taking a women's program called women's prosperity network. It's for entrepreneur women. And I started it in January of 2015. And I remember going in there with my business card and my business card had 10 things on it. I could be a caregiver. I could be an organizer. I could be a 
a shopper, I could be a caregiver, a, a cook, whatever you need, I can do it. And they said, you can't have all those things on your business card. I'm like, no, they go, you have to pick one. I said, I can't just pick one. Well, you have to pick one. And I was really like, you know, at like, I don't know who I am. You know, I was yeah. all over the place. I was one stop shop for anything you need done. You know, I ran a nonprofit. I had a catering business. I could cook, clean, organize, whatever you need. But healing was not even there. It yeah. wasn't even in my business card. It wasn't even my discussion. So from January until June. So in that six months, that's when I decided to go back to get my Reiki master's. I started the business out of my home. I went back to the women's um, organ, uh, women's because I stayed with the women. So I started the business in May. In June, I attended um, one of their classes called Level Up. And I started telling everybody I was doing healing. And everybody wanted a session from me. So those women also became my customers. They were like my best customers because they already knew me for six months. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were my best mouth you know they were my bullhorns they were my cheerleaders and so from that moment forward if you do belong to a group of women or entrepreneurs uh that is your core those are the people that are going to love you support you endorse you recommend you i walk in their room and they go there's sherry that's her that's her i heard about you and i'm like <laughs> what you know so my you know my reputation preceded me and you know i had no idea how how i how how i impacted and change people's lives I was still blown away I was still blown away even I, I was still blown away people were paying me for this yeah. you know and so so from the bowls you know from two little bowls now I have like I need a truck for my instruments <laughs> I swear to god I don't have enough space for my instruments between the songs the singing bowls the Tibetan bowls the the shakers everything that I have like like I can put on a concert all by myself wonderful which I do do. I do. I am, I am a performer. I, you know, I am a musician. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't even know that about you. So that's pretty interesting. Well, that's so, what we are. We, you know, we're, we are musicians. We're harmonizing the body. You that's, know, we're, we're, that's we, true. We yeah. are using the frequencies of vibration and uh, everything is vibration and everything gets out of harmony or they're in harmony. Right. So when people come, they're not vibrating at the right frequency. Right. You know, they're, they're shuck up, they're shocked, they're stuck, they're locked, they're frustrated, uh, they're not moving forward, they're still de dealing with the dramas and the mamas and all that stuff, and they're, like, not moving. Yeah. And, you know, the way I look at, at the chakras are like tires in the car, and sometimes the tires get flat, out of alignment, have holes or treads and threads, and we need to just fill it up with the right air pressure and get the vehicle moving. So the body is the vehicle, the tires are the chakras. And, um, that's and a I wonderful guess. way to look at it. And it explains it a lot better for, um, for most people or for a lot of people, I would say, because, and, it, and it's funny because one of the things I do with, um, a lot of my clients is I, I send them this questionnaire and it's about all different avenues of life. There's actually 99 questions on there and they rate all these different things. And, um, and then it's easier to look at, you know, where they have flat tires in their life. And I've never really connected it to the chakras and everything, but that's a really good way to be able to explain it to them a little bit more. So I'm definitely going to um, take that little nugget right there from you, if you're okay with that, to share with my clients, because um, it's amazing when, because there are people that'll say, well, you know, my life's okay. You know, I'm doing okay. Um, but when you really get down and you start asking questions and you dig a little bit, it's like, it's only okay because that's what they're used to. You know, um, we can be very comfortable in our misery if that's what we are used to. And so it's, it's really, really interesting to me as people dive into one thing. It's like the old thing on Shrek, you know, where like layers of an onion, you know, you peel off a layer and then, you know, there's something else underneath. And exactly. it sounds like from, since you have so many modalities that you're able to effectively work on each one of those layers and um, help people to not only make a change, but to see that they need to make a change. A lot of people don't even see it in the very beginning. Do you agree with that? That, that is, that is part of my process. It's a, mm -hmm. I, it's like almost like a 15 step process with me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have tremendous, amazing outcomes and benefits, but there's many steps along the way. Right. And as you said, on um, uh, peeling the onion, that's what I tell my clients. I say, we just peeled off one layer today. You yeah. know, how deep do you want to go? It's like going into the middle of the artichoke cart. The middle of the artichoke cart is what we want to eat, right? Where mm-hmm. it's nice and soft and we have to peel off all those hard layers and go like that with our teeth. That's kind of what's happening with, with in a session. We have to pull off those layers. It's going to hurt a little bit. It might not taste the best, but we want to get into that artichoke cart. So right. it's, it, we get to connect into the heart. And basically it comes down to the heart. When the heart gets out of harmony, everything gets out of harmony. And um, the heart and the brain are connected. Uh, the heart, it deals with the emotion. The brain is the logic and they feed off of each other. And then it goes to the gut, the other brain. And anytime everyone's um, in shock, it affects your nervous system. And the nervous system is attached to your chakras. So they go into shock too. And it goes mm-hmm. in protection mode. It's like, no one's going to hurt me anymore. I don't trust you anymore. No one believes me. No one listens to me. No one hears me. I can't think anymore. You know, I, and I'm finding, you know, it goes boom, 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 shock. It's like almost like the walls come down, like the, like think of like prison. Yeah. Like you got the gates coming down on every chakra and it goes like this. No one's going to break my heart again. And there goes the heart, you know, no one, and they put up this wall and we got to get that heart beating, communicating, connecting. The throat, the biggest thing with the throat, you know, people come in and they're not even speaking their truth, haven't been heard since they were children, you know, being really small, not being seen, heard or respected, being abandoned. I deal a lot with childhood you know, tra- trauma. You know, we got adults still thinking that they were still the children, you know, with that same mm-hmm. brain. And yeah, we got to yeah. get them out of that stinking thinking, you know, yeah. that, that repeat memory of like, you know, get over it. And, you know, in that time period that we spend together, it's really important because I believe in opening up the portals. My guides connect to their guides. They, st- I start downloading. I start getting messages. I see things. I hear things. I feel things. I start even sweating. I even start sweating down my back or the top of my hands will start sweating or I just start sweating all over. I said, oh, it's getting hot in here. You know, it was like, you know, like I just feel the energy coming in. And sometimes I'll say things that nobody knows. I make them cry. You know, we haven't even started the session and they already had some epiphanies you know yeah yeah. and i'm like you know like and i said now let's get on the table they go there's more i'm like yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know for me personally i've had um times when i'm working through this and i'll have that ugly cry you know where you got stuff running all over your face you got tears and you know um and so sometimes it's not a very pretty sight but man getting onto the other side of that is just um, feels so light and blissful. And I'll share, I've, um, one of the things, the chakras that I've had issues with for many, many years is my throat chakra. And, um, and so I would have sinus drainage. I would have this, I would have that. And it was like, I was choking, you know, a lot of times. And it was because I didn't want to say anything that would offend somebody or say anything that somebody might judge. And that's one of the reasons I kind of started this podcast was because I've spent so much of my life trying to limit my voice that it was like, I'm I'm going to do something that I can just speak. And, um, and so that's how this was born was I wanted to be able to speak. And that's why I don't um, edit either, because I feel like it's, um, it's a place to be able to speak without having to polish things. And just knowing that I can do this, and I'm giving myself permission to flub up and to maybe ask the wrong question or have the wrong answer or whatever it may be, without any judgment, it's just been amazing. And then I can have amazing people like you on talking about all the amazing things that you do. And it's just been something that has just opened my heart up and opened my throat up in a way I never even anticipated. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it has been my mind has just been so blown. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so believe it or not, I used to be very shy. Did you really? I I was really an introverted kid, very shy kid. 
And I, I was so also concerned about judgment, what other people thought. I didn't even know how to walk up to a group of people um, without, I actually remember hiring a coach to help me have conversations like, how do you walk up to people and talk to them? You know, and still, even after I started my business, I had to get out and network. It was uncomfortable as all hell walking mm -hmm. up to strangers and, and jumping into a conversation. I like I was still a fly on the wall. I still was that shy little girl, you know, um, standing back, observing. And then I remember going to this event and this woman came up to me and she's like, why are you standing here by yourself? I said, I don't know how to go talk to anybody. She goes, come join me. Come, I'll show you. And I'm like, what? So she I followed her and she just taught me how to like step into a conversation. And I'm like, oh, that was brilliant. You know, and I'm like, oh. so we all, we all need to learn those little techniques of how mm -hmm. to get out of our comfort zone, you know, how to just be interested in what somebody has. That's it. Just be yeah. interested, whether yeah. it's shoes or their outfit or their jewelry. That's an instant conversation starter. You know, definitely. Yeah. So is that what you learned from her mostly was the, to walk up and start a conversation with one particular person or what was the, the gift um, that you received in that meeting? Uh, what did I learn in that is uh, I was my own worst enemy. You know, um, we all were there to meet each other and mm -hmm. you know, people do get into conversations and they do want to include you. You just have to wait to be heard. You know, you step into a circle and you listen and, you know, acknowledge somebody and, and, and you could, you know, say something to just, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm missing the party. what I miss? You know, something yeah. like that. And you're like, I heard this is the best group here to talk to. And then just get yourself in the door. And then they start acknowledging you. It's just that first conversation just to get into a group. Wonderful. And I'm, now I'm super networker. Mm -hmm. I'm like, <laughs> fast forward. Now I'm the networker. I mean, people come to me because of my resources. I am the super resourceful person. I know everybody and everything, meaning I'm the go-to. You need it done, go to Sherry. You need somebody, go to Sherry. And I, it's my, my resource, my Rolodex, my connections that kind of put me on the map, believe it or not. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. You know, yeah. I am, um, I am an introvert extrovert at the same time. You know, I have times that I want to shine and be the, the head of the class and be the one talking and everything. And then there's other times I shrink back and I just want to watch. And, you know, sometimes that extra, that introvert part of me comes from the place of fear. Um, sometimes it's not just that I want to observe, but it's that I'm afraid to step forward. And so that's one of the things that I'm always working on for myself is being able to um, step forward, even when I am feeling a little bit fearful of, and, and sometimes I'm not sure if it's judgment or what it is that I, I'm a little fearful of. And I can feel it when I go to some of these networking things, you know, especially if it's a big one, I can, I can feel that angst you know, rising up in me. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody, that kind of thing, you know? So that's really, really helpful for me um, as I'm still on this place of trying to get to that um, confident space to just, just be. Um, and because it's interesting, I, I, I don't really know the, how to articulate it as well, as far as, you know, how, sometimes I feel perfectly comfortable with walking up and talking to people. So I don't know if it's the energy about the people or what that may be, but some of them, it's like, I, I, I just kind of feel this pull back and then other people I feel like I can just flow into. Right. It's true. You know, it, it let's talk, you know, talk about the energy in the room. You mm -hmm. know, it's, as we said, it's all about energy. You walk into a room and it's like, Oh, it feels good in here. Or oh, it doesn't feel good in here. Yeah. You know, is it the person? Is it the room? Is it the, you know, and you no, know, there are times I went to a networking event and I all, I didn't really talk to many people because it really wasn't like that. It was more set up like an expo, you know, okay. it was a networker, but you know, where you know, there was not a place to network. And mm. they're basically, I talked to everybody at their boots. So okay. that's, you know, but however, if there was an area for us to network, I would have been talking to everybody because we all need each other. We right. Just, find out how we serve and how I can serve your people. And if you want to hear about what I do, maybe I can help you with someone, you know, 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that was one of the issues too, is like, how do I walk up to people and, and, and interest them in what I do? Because I can't be woo-woo. Right. You know, people don't want to talk woo-woo. I had to learn a different terminology, a different language in order how to communicate with people who've never done chakra talk or energy talk or Reiki talk. You know, I have to talk to the general public. Yeah. So I kind of had to use my branding. Yeah. What do you do? I help remove physical and emotional pain by removing energetic blockages. They go, what? How do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, then I start telling them, you know, what happened, you know, what do I do? What have people, you know, and they you have a card, you have a card. Oh, I need that. Oh, I know someone who needs that, but you just don't go I'm like, Oh, I do Reiki. Oh, Oh, I I've done that before. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Boring. You got to kind of do like, I remove physical and emotional pain, by yeah. energetic blockages. Oh God. I, you know, yeah, well, it's because people really don't care how you get there. They just want to know what you can do for them, you know? So um, that's that's pretty cool. That's one of the um, the things that I think a lot of people these days um, that I hear on social media and different things, it's that they spend so much time talking about what they do and how they do it, but they don't talk about what they're doing for you. and you know, yeah, the results that you get, what your pain point may be. And, um, and, and they do a lot of, um, and I know I've been guilty of this too. They talk a lot of the, uh, like you said, the woo woo talk, they, you know, and it's like, I can talk to other hypnotherapists and other life coaches and health coaches and everything. And we have all these different terminologies that we understand perfectly. Um, but then you talk to someone else and they don't, quite get it, you know? Um, yeah. So it's right over their head. So it's learning how to, um, not only say it, how you understand it, but in a way that other people understand it too. That's what you're saying. Correct. Speak their language. Yeah. Speak their language. Yeah. You know, know, the best thing to do is take the, um, testimonials or reviews and use that. You know, what I, what, what I smartly did is I use chat GPT now. I don't know if you discovered that, but that's a good friend. And, and so I went to say, uh, I have Airbnb experiences. I'm an Airbnb experience host and I have like over 80 reviews. I just copy cut and pasted those reviews into chat GPT. And I asked it to, um, to come up with, uh, you know, the results. What are the benefits that my clients receive based on these reviews? And it told me a lot about me that I didn't know. Oh, you know? How wonderful. Yeah. It was really interesting to see what people get out of working with me. And, you know, Ooh, I got to do of, that I got a list of about 50, <laughs> 50 things. I said, holy cow. I was still working on it yesterday because I was quite impressed. You know, like this is really good marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the prompt you gave it? Do you remember? Oh, you know, <laughs> well, for, what I also did too, is I, I took like, say Google, I uh-huh. also have my Google reviews. I wanted to go back and edit my reviews. So I took their reviews. I put it into chat and I said, um, create a, a thank you to this review. So then I was able to now start communicating with chat with all of that. So okay. now I had my response as well as their review. And then I, now I went back to all my reviews and I edited them. So now they sound really good. Um, and then, so now I have all these reviews and I said, okay, um, based on what, you know, I, now I want you to give me a list of all the, you know, the benefits that my clients receive from my services. Wonderful. So anybody I, that's watching or listening, take oh notes God. because this is, this is amazing because, you know, that's one of the things that I've been really working on is making sure I can articulate what results people are getting from me. And, so I have chat GPT, but I never even thought about using it in that way. So thank you for that definite nugget. I mean, there's been so many nuggets in our conversation today that I just want to really, really say thank you so much. And um, we're getting close to being at the at the end of our time. So um, All right. before... Before, yeah, I know. So before you um, give people an idea of an offer that you may have or how to reach you and everything, what is one thing that you would like to impart on people from our conversation or from what you do is what is the one takeaway you really want to give them? Hmm. 
Well, there's three kinds of people that come to me. People that uh, the medical system has failed them and they have nowhere to go. Like no one can figure out what's wrong with me. Help me. I have people that I woke, I, I, my boyfriend broke up with me. I have a broken heart. I can't get out of bed. I'm depressed. Fix me now. Like take away the pain, take away, mm -hmm. take the thorn out. And then I also have people that are proactive, that they, un they understand uh, when they're not feeling well, that their chakras are off and that they're not at their optimal performance. And they're like, come tune me up. So um, those are the three people that I'm dealing with. Also the people that are awakening, the ones that are curious, you know, the curious seekers. Like I heard about Reiki, I watched the movie called Heal and I heard about sound healing and I want to try that. And my friend tried Reiki and I, and it really helped them. And I, I want to try that too. So those are the, like the, the people that I, as customers that I support. So A, if you're curious and you want to get on my table, come on down. It's a blast. It's a great experience. You'll never be the same again. And it's life-changing. If you are in a physical issue and the doctors are failing you, I've had great successes. I've had people who had coughing for 10 years. I had people with bladder problems, people with shoulder problems, sciatica problems, migraines, all kinds of stuff. It goes away and it doesn't come back. I swear to God, I don't even know this. When I read the reviews and I, somebody writes like, I had a back problem and it still hasn't come back. And I go, holy crap. You know, I don't know. I don't even know that because <laughs> I, I pretty much talk to them like the day after a session. I like check on them and see how they're feeling. And that's about it. You know, if I, they come back to me or they keep in touch with me or I get a review down the road, that's how I find out what's going on. Um, then so um, as a Tesla healer, Tesla healing uh, creates miracles. And I believe that's where the healing aspect comes in. It's not just Reiki. It's a combination of everything. Um, if you want me to get the thorn out of you, that's fine. But we need to get to the core of why you're bleeding. And mm -hmm. it does take a little time. You know, you can go to the chiropractor, you get a quick, get quick crack, but he wants to see you a little bit more often, just like I do. You know, we, we do a lot of work to get you out of that, out of your way. The first session, it takes me hours to get where you need to be, to walk out of the door, feeling hopeful and confident, and happy, and feeling that you can do this. You know, they all want to walk out with their backbone, shoulders back, head up. So, you know, I can do this, you know, this conviction of an authority of confidence. And that's what people want, literally, when they walk out the door and they want to smile and like be happy. And, uh, and they're floating and they're vibrating or, you know, things are happening. And, and then you have the people that are proactive, that ones that are noticing that they're, they're slowing down, they're not thinking clearly, not feeling as in control, and they come to me for a tune-up. So if anybody out there is feeling that you fit in any of these components, you know, come see me, love to support you as I have one hour, one and a half and two hour experiences. I also have couples, meaning uh, any two people, it doesn't have to be relationship. It could be best friends, mother, father, sister, brother, sisters, brothers, uh, best friends, whatever. Uh, any, and then I could even fit up to five people in my room. So mm. I do small groups as well. And, um, and I do a combination of all my modalities, sound healing, Reiki, Tesla healing, access consciousness bars. I use crystals on the body. I grid you all over. I put shungite and pyramid and use essential oils. I do cord cutting, uh, balance out the aura and um, clear the, you know, balance the chakras. And I use my shamanic abilities to help remove anything that needs to come out. I have a, I'm what you call a burping healer. I sometimes burp when I, I'm working on the person. I feel the pressure building up in my stomach, into my chest and into my throat, and it's got to come out. So that's, I'm pulling out the, the stuff stuck, the dirty pipes, the cobwebs that need to come out of that dirty house and, and fill it up with light again. Because people are coming like filled with darkness and then I they filled with light by the time they leave. Hmm. Well, you know what that brought to mind really quick was in the Green Mile. Do you remember the Green Mile? The movie, The Green Mile? Tom Hanks was in it. Yeah, um, because there's the guy in there that he can absorb the 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 sickness and everything. And when he does, it's like he opens his mouth and it looks like a massive bumblebees that are just coming out and everything. And that's what the visual, when you were just talking about that, that's what the visual I came and it's a, I know you said it's a burp, but it was like, he would go, ah, and just all of this would come out. 
And that's what um, that made me think of, of, of you absorbing that stuff and then letting it go. So that's I purge it. Yeah. So yes. I purge it for them. And a lot of times I end up in the bathroom right after the client leaves, I run to the bathroom and I know if I'm running to the bathroom, I did some good work. And it's usually a lot of gut work too. Yeah. Um, I had a girl the other day, she had celiac issues. As soon as she left, I had to go to the bathroom. And I, and like, I, even during the session, my stomach starts flipping during the oh, session. Wow. Oh, here we go. Oh. <laughs> and I, I got to protect myself better. I yeah. can't, I cannot be doing that, but it's, I used to go to a healer and she used to, um, her stomach used to gurgle. And I used to giggle the whole time because to me it was so gross, but she couldn't stop it. It was like this constant water noise coming out of her stomach, but it was uncontrollable. She touched me and her stomach gurgled and it's just like yeah. me burping. So yeah. we all have ways of, re- of releasing. That's, that's, and, that's amazing. And sometimes they burp and, yeah. and they go, now you got me burping. I'm like, good, <laughs> get it out, get it out. You know, you that's can- right. Better out than in, right? Yeah. People are suppressing it just like you and your throat chakra. Yeah. They suppress, yeah. they keep it in. And during the session, they feel a little ball. They feel they have to swallow. They feel pressure. And then, then it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm um, just really quick. There's a book that I love and you've, you may have read this or you may not, and I cannot remember the name of the author, but it's called Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. And that was one of the books that helped me because it helped me to realize that, you know, suppressing things so you don't feel them doesn't do anything, but press it down to where it explodes out, you know, at some point. And um, so um, it's a really, really good book. Anybody that's listening or watching that, if you're having some issues with, you know, things that you've been burying for a while, then it's definitely a good, a good read. And then um, your book um, would be really, really good for being able to balance out those chakras and understand that a little bit better. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I have an ebook. It's downloadable. I also have an audio version. It's called Root to Riches. It's 17 ways to open the root chakra to love, abundance, and security. And it's basically uh, 17 methods that you can do on your own uh, to help you um, get grounded and rooted and to step into your power. Um, the root chakra is the most important because it, you know, it's your foundation to security. And uh, a lot of people living in fight, flight, and especially um after covid too oh yes and, definitely um, yeah so we're still working on that and also still the repercussions of covid you know people a lot of people i talked to my client the other day and her husband died from covid only a year ago so and she's still dealing with the grief in her heart yeah 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 well there's a lot of people that are still very fearful um still feeling like they um, they have to wear a mask and all. And um, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually a hairstylist as well as a, a coach and everything. And I'll just share really quick. I have um, a woman who um, comes in and she has her 10 year old son that comes in with her. And especially during COVID, you know, once we were back open, he would always wear a mask. Well, once everybody wasn't wearing masks, he still wanted to wear a mask. And I told him one day, I said, you know, sweetie, you don't have to wear that mask if you don't want to. He said, I don't want to hurt you. And so Uh, he was very fearful of uh, contaminating someone else and fearful. So, uh, you know, there's the generation that it was little during this time. They've got even more fears. Brainwashed now. Yes, yes. The psychological mind that that the kid has is that, oh. Yeah, I know. It is so sad. And I talked to his mom about it and she said, well, I don't know what to do. You know, he's just got this in his mind. So he still wants to wear a mask when he goes to school. And he almost he almost didn't want to go to school. There was so many different things around this, you know, and and I see it in and children, sometimes when you're out shopping, sometimes used to, you know, you could speak to a child and they would, you know, they would talk back and, you know, and you can still see that some, but some of them, it's like, as soon as you speak to them, they just have this fear. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's really, um, it's sad to see how this one, well, it wasn't small, but this one thing, even though we're somewhat past it, you can still see the, um, the effects that it's having in so many different profound ways. 
the repercussions on, on honestly i don't wear a mask in public but i do wear my mask during my session mm -hmm. um, i got so used to um that barrier because i'm right inches away from them i'm doing reiki at their head i can smell their breath you know i can smell their hair i don't want that and i don't i got to protect them me as well i have an autoimmune disease and I don't want anything that they got. So, you know, you know, we, 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 we touch talk for an hour. You're sitting four feet away from me. We're still good. You know, I have got my barrier, but when you're on the table, I do wear my mask when I get close because I just don't want your droplets, your, my droplets, because sometimes mm -hmm. even when they're in their session, um, they have effervescence, you know, their lips start fluttering yeah. and stuff comes out like their well, lips. When you fluttering. think about it, Doctors usually, when they're working close proximity, do. I mean, you know, the dentist always does, which I'm saying, if I was a dentist, I'd have to just to make sure there was no breath stuff because there's a lot, uh, some people's breath, <laughs> you know. But um, I don't, as a as a hairstylist, for for me, for some reason, it feels like um, I, it's too much of a of a barrier in that space, you know. Um, so that's just me though. I know there are people who do, but it's, um, you know, I, I'm not actually, you know, other than when I'm shampooing or something, you know, I'm not right in their face and all like you are when you're doing this process with them. So I perfectly understand. And I'm surprised that they don't feel like they might need something too. I don't know, but, um, but let's see. Um, not any, not anymore. Um, really? Yeah, there was a time where um, people would come in with their masks and and use it straight onto the table. Yeah, I still have a few people that come in and wear a mask and, you know, and I'll ask them, do you want me to wear a mask? And if they say yes, I'll wear a mask. To me, it's, you know, um, it, it's uh, I don't want to infringe on them. You know, if I choose not to wear a mask on my own, that's OK. But when somebody else is with me and they feel compelled to wear a mask and want me to wear a mask, you know, that's just being respectful, I believe. Um, so I, that's what I do. Um, I just saw, I just saw like a, a, somebody went live the other day of an outdoor event and I couldn't believe how many people wearing masks outdoors hmm. in the 90 degree heat. It's almost a yeah. hundred degrees here. I saw a meme the other day. I'll just share really quick because I know we're out of time, but uh, it was a meme and I think it was on Facebook or whatever. And it had this person standing in the middle of the field and they had a seatbelt on. And they said, for those of you who have been really excited about wearing the mask in the car alone, here you go. Here's your seatbelt to wear wherever you go. So <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. But, uh, you know, because I did see, especially during the height of everything, people in the car all by themselves wearing a mask. And it was like, I don't get it. What are you preventing, you know, here? Know. But, you know, everybody hey. has to do their, they're coping with something that's going on around them in their own way. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, but share really quickly. Um, I know you shared, you know, a little bit about who you work with and everything, but tell them how they can get in touch with you. And on the different places that I post this, I will put as much information as I can up um, because it will be on YouTube, um, Spotify, Amazon, and um, iTunes. So um yeah. Um, so it'll be in several different places. So wherever I can put this extra information, I will, but just share that really quick. If you don't mind how to find me. Yes. Well, first my website is my name, Sherry Kaplan.com. Easy enough. Um, you might want to spell that because Sherry is spelled differently. Uh, it's only one S H E R I K A P L A M. Dot okay. com. Uh, you can also call me or text me. I do keep my ringer off, so text is best, but it's 786-419-1389. I also have direct links. You can, uh, I have bit.ly links where it's uh, bit.ly forward slash um, Sherry, uh, Sherry's, Sherry schedule, and that brings you right to my schedule. Or you can also go to Sherry Biz page, which gives you like a little bit of everything that I offer. Uh, my book, um, My Route to Riches, I have a special right now for $9.99. And you can also buy that too. And you can, that's a bit.ly link forward slash Route to Riches. Uh, it's R-I-C-H-E-S, Riches. 
All right. Perfect. Well, thank you for um, sharing that. And just really quick, anybody that wants to reach out to me to be a guest on the podcast or to actually talk to me a little bit about coaching or hypnosis or whatever it is that you want to talk about, you can find me on Instagram at the underscore enlightened underscore peach. Um, and on Facebook um, at The Enlightened Peach, or you can also reach out to me at vickysuepool at gmail.com. And that's Vicky, V-I-C-K-I-E-S-U-E and pool, P-O-O-L-E at gmail.com. So however you reach out to either one of us, we will be blessed to no measure um, by your interaction. So thank you so much, everybody, for being here today. And thank you, Sherry, for sharing all your wonderful uh, nuggets that you had today. And I look forward to possibly having you as a guest again soon. Well, thank you so much. I just wanted to throw one more thing. If anybody okay. wants a free chakra reading, freechakrareading.com. That's it. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. So thank you.